0: Well, folks, Friday just uh, ended on the stock market, and we are doing something extra special just for you. Uh, We are going to go ahead and talk about the stock market, what happened this week. We are going to talk about Tesla having an amazing week, I think the best week since 2013. And we're going to talk about the Fed and what they may or may not do next week and see what the impact might be. To have this conversation with me, the one and only Mr. Dan Bird. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. And a lot of other things to talk about as well. Absolutely. So uh, why don't you kind of set it up for us? What are we going to get into? What happened this week? What's next week? And uh, just lots of good stuff.
1: All right. We are on a short time frame, So we're going to make this quick. My newsletter. If anyone's interested, just send me an email to breakpointtrading at gmail.com. And I'll add you to the list. I'll send you last week's. Um, here is the Fed for next week.
0: Yeah, and it's it's interesting. There's actually a third thing that I would add there that I think would be more interesting. So every day there's a Fed Day, folks. You'll get the statement, which is basically the rate, and then you'll get a raise. And then you will have Powell talk at 2.30 or 30 minutes later. That right. is going to be interesting. My wild-ass guess is Powell is going to come out super hawkish. Cause it's the last thing he can do. He's going to try to kick the market one more time. Uh, but yeah, I think, um, yeah, that's what I think. I, I don't happen. know.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Um,
0: I'm, I I love it when you, all my guests disagree with me. I, I share my, my thoughts. And if you disagree by all means, please share. I
1: don't, I don't think he's going to do that.
0: Okay. Awesome.
1: I think he is seeing some other things that uh, are going to start causing him some real concerns like, disinflationary items
0: oh no don't get me wrong i agree that he is seeing it but he knows this is his last chance to talk tough he just saw tesla have the best week since 2013 he just saw i don't know that doesn't mean anything no i'm just saying he's he saw risk on this week in my opinion yeah but that
1: that again that doesn't mean anything okay um he he, he he i think is beginning to understand and i hope that he's beginning to understand that we we are we may be on the edge of a disinfl- disinflationary cycle and disinflation yep. is worse than inflation
0: uh well okay. i think you're trying to say deflation disinflation is deflation
1: well, yeah, yeah whatever you want to call it
0: you we're going to have excess
1: excess inventory i mean you just look at the the intel report
0: oh intel is horrible
1: Gives oh. you a clue for that, yeah. They've got they've got a ton of inventory that they can't get rid of.
0: Yep. Okay. Back orders. Yeah.
1: That's just the beginning. I mean, that's that's deflation. That's worse than inflation. Okay. So All right. I don't I don't I think t- talking tough is going to cause him more harm than good.
0: He the will good lose, news is... he will
1: lose credibility if he does that.
0: All right. Well, we, yeah, we I mean, know already
1: it's already on the verge of losing credibility, so that'll <laughs> just make that'll just make it worse. Yeah,
0: and then Friday. Uh, it's interesting. Friday is a big day, also unemployment or the. I'm sorry. Yeah, unemployment unemployment claims come out, and yeah. uh, you know that's projection is something.
1: three point six percent. That's interesting.
0: Well, you've seen the weekly claims. The weekly claims have come in low. I mean, last week was like 180. It's it it was a was thousand off the cycle low. There was one week we printed 179. Uh, Now, obviously, that could be adjusted next week, but that was that was way below expectations at 180.
1: Yeah. Yeah. um, Initial. Yeah, I don't know what it was this week. Next week, the previous was 186. Okay. so um, this little chart over here on the right that, by the way, this is this is all in my newsletter this week. So I put some cartoons like this in here. This is a good one. There's a new sheriff in town. The bull is back.
0: Wow. You're saying you now, do you really believe that? Are we going to look at that and we're going to see Dan Bird talk about a bull market? Or you yeah, just think yeah. this is a,
1: okay. All right. No, no, we, we are on the verge of a raging bull. Really? Yeah. Okay. Here's where we are. And it's interesting because I talk to a lot of friends and folks and, you know, just different people that I meet up with and they're all negative. They're they all think the market's going down. They, they don't want to be in the market. You know, they're discouraged. They're complaining about their 401k. Just said nothing but bearish, bearish talk everywhere. Oh, and in fact, my neighbor, whose son is a financial planner. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, you know, it's it might be time to get back in. He goes, no, my son told me it's not time yet. You know, it's still it's a lot to go through. We've got a recession coming. I said, by the time you get to a recession, so oh, yeah. here's here's a recession right here, a full recession. Yep. And here's where the market will be. When we get to a recession, the market will be halfway to the top already. Mm. This is where we are right now. The market is starting to head up, and we are we are heading towards a recession. All right. So we're okay. right about okay. we are right about there. Interesting. So let me show you what I'm talking about. Awesome. Um, I'll skip more of that for now. So this is the January barometer that I've talked about before. And uh, this will go till next Tuesday. You'll be gone. So I'll I'll see if I can do one and put a, put a video out there just with me talking to myself.
0: That would be wonderful. That'll give you great practice for what I envision in your future is your own YouTube channel. That would be wonderful.
1: Yeah, I'm probably headed that way. Um, but we've got two more days, Monday and Tuesday. So right now we're at 6.02% for for January. Wow.
0: That's a good month.
1: It's a great month. And look where we are right here. So here's 4,100. Here's that level where I said, if we break through that, there's a whole bunch of buy Shorts. stops.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Order sitting right up here. So it's, it's going to be a combination of people... Having FOMO, thinking them they've missed out. Do you do you know how much the market has gone up since the low in October? And, and this is know. this is what I tell all these friends and family that that talk negative to me about the market. You know, it's everything's bad. And,
0: I'm gonna guess 15 percent.
1: 17 percent.
0: 17. Okay,
1: gone up 17 percent since the low in October, already.
0: Yeah, I mean the stocks that uh, I bought during this this time frame are up more than 30 percent, right? JP Morgan. Yeah, Meta's up like 50%. Right. Yeah, pretty crazy.
1: Yep. So uh, next Tuesday, we'll see what this number comes in at. Right now it's 6.02%. And that would put us right here, right smack in the middle of the quadrant number one, very bullish, going back 73 years. That would okay. put us basically at the 10 best January in the last 73 years. Okay. If we ended there. If it goes up on Monday and Tuesday, we'll we'll be even higher. We'll be, you know, 7 or 8 hmm. of all of the Januarys for the last 73 years.
0: And again, that's on the S&P, right?
1: That's the S&P, but the okay. Nasdaq is similar. Understood. All right. So this is this is what it looks like. Here's here's the uh, Fibonacci levels that I've showed before. We are we've already got, gone through that one. We've already busted through the 200-day moving average. There's actually another one I think that probably shows it better. This is the commodity. Commodities are starting to roll over, by the way. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, but this shows it pretty well. So here's 4,100. That level, That that if we get through that level, mm-hmm. that will be a higher high.
0: Right. And that's something you've told us to look at for at least a month now.
1: Right. That is what will confirm the, a new uptrend. We haven't had that yet. We've had you know higher lows and lower lows. We started going up here. We started going up here, but it wasn't a higher high. Then we went to a lower low. Went up here, but it didn't take out that one. Went to a lower low. Another low here. We had a high here, and then we started coming down. Then we started going up. So Now this is a, lo- a higher low. That's the first step. Step number two is a higher high. Understand that needs that needs to, needs to be a close above this level here. Okay. When that happens, which could be as early as Monday or Tuesday, I thought it might even even be today. But when, as soon as that happens, then the downtrend is over. Okay. And we are in a new bullish uptrend. Hmm. So yes, there's the, there's the word new sheriff in town. It's a new bull market.
0: But just, just so I, so I could play the other side, it is possible this crumbles on Monday or Tuesday and we don't take that 4,100 out. Absolutely. Okay.
1: Yeah, right. anything could happen. Of course.
0: I just wanted to put it out there. I like
1: it. Yep, absolutely. Anything could happen. Okay. But frankly, between you and I, I think, and, and you know, I've said this before, the, the, the market, and I just showed you that graph before, the market is six to nine months ahead of the economy.
0: And I would also argue the market wants to go up.
1: And the market wants to go up. Yes. So when I say that to people, it's hard to really understand what that means. It's hard to look at this chart right here because mm-hmm. this this really illustrates it well. Here's the market in red and here's the economy in blue. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to understand that when you're just you know in it at the moment. Mm-hmm. But if you look backwards, let's look backwards. Let's say, okay, the market... Look six to nine months ahead. So that would mean when we hit this low here in October, six to nine months previous to that is when the market should have started to roll over. Okay. Here's a five-year chart. So so we're we're right here. Here was the low October. Mm-hmm. Six to nine months before that was here in January. So in January of last year.
0: Well, in fairness, it's April, but I it's the same deal. Six months. Well, same, mine, same idea. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I get it. I'm just I mean, again, I mean
1: this is now this is this is month ten. October's month ten. If you go nine you months back.
0: Tri- oh, nine months. I'm sorry. I thought you said six. Sorry. Six,
1: to, six to nine.
0: Oh, I understand now. Okay. Between so, okay. That makes sense. Nine. Yeah. Yep. Got
1: so, it. So if you look backwards with that understanding, then the market should have started rolling over here. And it did. Knowing that the economy was and, and the Fed was going to keep raising all through this year, and that's exactly yeah, think, what
0: happened. Absolutely, I mean, we got the I think that we got the first Fed rate hike in March. February, or was it March? It was in February? March. Yeah. All right.
1: All right. So, makes sense. It's important to understand that the reason that I'm that I'm talking about this is there are a lot of people out there that don't understand how the market works and and oh, they're all scared i would scared. say, I would they're, say they're, most people they're afraid it's going to go back down they don't know about secular bull markets and secular bear markets they're convinced it's going back down they don't want to get in mm-hmm. by the time they get in by the time the talking heads on cnbc tell you that mm-hmm. it's all clear we're we're going to be back at another all-time high yeah okay right so do you want to buy at the top or do you want to buy at the bottom
0: hmm
1: okay this is the this is the start of it right here i mean that chart is pretty clear i think so did
0: you did you put any money to work this week personally
1: yes in in uh semiconductors
0: oh really wow after that intel reporter before
1: uh after oh wow okay probably the best time after um, Here here is a, uh, this is a relative chart. So this is relative to the Mm S&P, right? So if it's going up, that means it's outperforming the S&P, which is what you want.
0: Yep.
1: This is technology. So focus on this pink line right here. Pink line's headed up and there's the 200-day moving average. And it's been heading up since the beginning of January. There are three. Actually, let me go back to this one. I was going to start with this. So this is this is the Dow, the Nasdaq, the S and P. These first three up here. Yep. All right. The Dow had a really nice run, and then it's now now just going sideways. The Nasdaq, look, the Nasdaq has already broken out above its highs. Hmm. The S and P is right on the verge. And I said 4100, so it's almost there. It actually hit. 4090 today, 4094, I think. But the Nasdaq's already broken out. Okay. The three aggressive sectors are communication services. This is where all the internet stocks are.
0: Yeah, just just again, I always love full disclosure. One of the stocks I bought this week was I bought a tranche of SNAP. Based on our conversation last week, right? You talked about this communication segment and how they were set up last week. And I said, you know what, I'm going to take a flyer on what I believe to be the most beaten down. Right. And uh, I threw some money at Snap, uh, I think. Yeah, that
1: might that might end up being a a good move. Yeah. So this one, communication services, look, look what it's doing. It's well above its previous high.
0: Yep.
1: Um, Technology is over here. This one. It hasn't broken out above its previous high yet, but it's getting there, getting close. And then the other one is uh, discretionary down here. Oh, wow. It has already broken out.
0: Yeah, look at that.
1: Those are the three aggressive sectors. Those are the ones that will lead the market higher. And they are all breaking out right now. Now, the defensive sectors, staples. Look at staples. In fact, I'll go back to this chart right here and this will make a very clear let's look at staples look at that jeez oh, look at that yeah. pink line Woo. now staples staples is the area that the big institutions want to be in
0: so let me let me ask you this you're going question. into a recession so i want to ask this so this this i mean i could look at all of this and part of me thinks this is just risk on um, trading and it's interesting. I was going to say retail's coming back, but that's not that's not kind of how this is going, right? Every, all retail investors are still scared, so this is just Wall Street getting ahead of this. And it does does feel like risk is on. So is mm-hmm. this is this the market having hopium that maybe they get a fate uh, a rate pause on the first? I mean, does the market really think a pause is possible, or have they no. made it in a quarter?
1: No, they're expecting a quarter. Point.
0: But then they're expecting Powell at 2.30 to be kind of, hey, this could be the last one. We're market dependent. Nothing's guaranteed. Are they Are they basically saying March is a pause?
1: He won't say this is the last one. He probably won't say it's a pause. Okay. He probably will say, you know, he might say data dependent. That yeah, makes sense. Um, but no matter what he says, the market does not believe he is going to do much more he might do another one in march but even think, if he does but then the market gone. is going to overlook that
0: yeah the no market... i totally agree i totally agree one of the things that i've been trying to get people to realize is we've just got to get fed to terminal rate once they're there they're no longer a problem then right. everything gets to readjust and i
1: think i think they're they're already no longer a problem this is this is retail by the way look at retail this is again oh, yeah. um, okay. to the, compared to the S&P. So. If it's going up, that means it's outperforming the S&P. In your portfolio, you want to outperform the index.
0: Now, that's so retail- interesting because retail has been, generally speaking, not a great report with some exceptions. Right. Because to your point about earlier about inventory stacking, I think even Lululemon came out and said that they're they're having to end of season discounts a little bit more than usual.
1: Oh, yeah. You know? You're going to see discounting all over the place soon.
0: Yeah, and I'm just wondering why retail would be doing that. I don't maybe, I don't know.
1: Um, utilities. Utilities is one that should be going up if we're heading into a bad cycle or a recession. True. You okay. Look at utilities. I mean, it's the it's the aggressive sectors. Here's communication services. This this has been horrible all year. Yep. All the year. From the beginning of the year. It just went straight down. Kept going up and hitting that red line, the 50 day. Kept hitting it, getting rejected, until beginning of this year. Mm. Now it's taking off. Um, consumer discretionary—the things that you want to buy, not the things that you have to buy. This is this uh, the the number one stock in this, by the way, is Tesla. Mm. So you would yeah. expect to see this going up.
0: Yeah, well, Tesla had their best week since like. 2013 or something just a yeah. wild so amazing week
1: so that's tesla right there you can see you know what a huge run-up it had right there
0: yeah went from for them. Tw-
1: 25 points basically in one day good for them yeah. on huge Represent volume.
0: tesla good for you
1: huge volume too yeah oh, good for them so my point is this is the vix look at the vix
0: yeah, the VIX. I can't believe this thing's like at sub nineteen now.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's uh, at nineteen eighteen fifty one, mm. and continues to drop. Even though the even though the ten year Treasury is just hanging out at three and a half percent.
0: Yeah, it'll be. It, I mean, really. So, the thirtieth or the thirty first is Monday, right? And then
1: the thirtieth is. Uh, fed Monday. meeting's tuesday 30, or wednesday so it's wednesday the meeting is tuesday and wednesday the 31st okay. is tuesday okay. february 1st 30. is when they'll do the rate hike
0: right so when you look out to next week what what could be a fly in the ointment what could what could surprise the market and knock this over
1: um i think the the fed meeting and the interest rate hikes are already baked in the Narn Farm payrolls, I mean, that could do that could be a fly in the ointment. If it comes in really strong. Right. So so
0: back to the Fed meeting. So again, I think everybody and their brother expects a quarter. I would expect most people think Powell's gonna be kind of middle of the road. So if he came out like if they came out with a fifty basis point move, that would be shocking, right?
1: That would probably shock the, the market. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm just trying to play out what, what might be a fly in the orange. Because anytime something feels so good and so certain, I get very, very nervous. I'm like, you some, something out of a left field is going to knock us over.
1: Here's February. This is from uh, Stock Traders' Almanac.
0: Oh, look at the February. Wow. Well,
1: so it, the interesting thing about this are the dotted lines. So the dotted lines represent pre-election.
0: Oh, interesting. This is
1: what happens in the year before a major election. All right. You can see at the end of February, the divergence at the end of February. Historically, this goes back uh, 75 years. So this is
0: before a presidential election, which is obviously yeah, this is this is the
1: year before a presidential election. All right.
0: So 23 right? before 24. That's God. the dot,
1: Those are the dotted lines. The, the solid lines are everything all years together.
0: Are the other three years. Right.
1: No, it's all years together including oh, the Oh,
0: oh, so you just broke out the Okay, got it. Got right. it. Got it. Right.
1: Right. So, all years together the market goes down the end of February, but in a year before a major election it Not goes month. sideways or maybe a little bit up even. All right. All right. So, we've got the we've got the non-farm payrolls and uh rate hike next week, CPI okay. report on mm-hmm. the 14th.
0: Oh, that'll be an interesting that one. one. That one will be interesting. Yeah, and I think we talked about that last week in your playlist. That's the one that I'm personally nervous about because it, yeah. it'll re- It's going to depend what week they got the inflation, right? Um, and I'm not. I'm not sure that's going to come in. I that's the one that freaks me out. That's the one that makes me nervous.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely higher than it was last month. That exactly right. Every everything is. Oil, gas, lumber. The CRB is kind of right where it ended last month. They're starting to roll over. So, but we won't, we don't have much time left. So, yeah. Well, that's not when, yeah, that won't
0: be, they won't be taking the data from this week. It'll be, so it'll be last week or the week before.
1: Yeah. So these are all the rate hikes. You can see the first one, the 25 was on 317.
0: There you go. Thank you.
1: 54.75s in a row, then a 50. And then we and then we will bookend it with a twenty five.
0: Yeah, I I certainly and thankfully called twenty five. I've called this whole thing remarkably well, and and I will say that I'm standing by my call that we get a final twenty five in March, and then they are done. Right, but that's uh, I, I'm yeah. So the, the talk, the talk then,
1: and maybe even this next one, next meeting, the talk will be, you know, looks like our plan is working. Exactly. Um, there's there's signs that especially if they get well they'll have the meeting before the the uh, jobs number but if they get a higher unemployment rate Mm -hmm. if that goes to three six or three seven or three even three eight yeah they're gonna they'll be happy about that but the talk then will be not about future hikes but the talk will be about how long we are going to keep it where it is okay so that's the job owning that Powell will do you know we're we're, our plan is working we want to make sure it continues to work we're going to keep the rates as high as high as they are right now for an extended period of time and I can't tell you when that's going to be but it's going to be a very long time
0: exactly no but I'm it
1: sure won't but it won't be he'll he'll be cutting rates next year I I think
0: I'm sorry you said next year but I don't think you made. I mean this year I'm sorry year. this year yeah I believe he cuts next year you believe he cuts this year
1: I'm still in 2022 so
0: yeah I just I just want to make sure because I know what you're thinking so I just wanted to clean that up
1: right yeah. that's right Okay. Um so that's uh, that's kind of a a view of where we are right now where the market is.
0: Very um cool. you want my, to flash your
1: Yeah, I want to I want to do one more thing if we can sure. real quick, but let me Go flash my it. newsletter too. If anyone's interested, I've I've pretty much almost finished the newsletter I was doing it tonight hmm. because I'm going to be busy the rest of the weekend too. Okay. So I'm probably going to get this out later tonight. Nice. But if anybody's interested, just send me a, a note to breakpointtrading at gmail.com, and I will add you to the list. So the other thing that I wanted to touch on is perfect this chart list right here that Tom Boley produces. And uh, since I'm a member of his site, I, I can get access to it. Mm. These are the, the uh, short squeeze chart list. These are all the companies with very high short. Short floats.
0: So that's got to be Bed Bath and Beyond, I'm guessing.
1: Bed Bath and Beyond, 45, percent but they're probably going out of business, so that's not one of. Yeah, I've
0: they really just defaulted or defaulted on their debt. Yeah.
1: Right. Carvana, though. But here's here's the interesting one. There's actually a lot of in a lot of them in here that look like this. I'm going to show you two of them. Okay. So I'll show you Carvana.
0: I think it's Carvana, but anyway, it's fine. It's okay.
1: Well, it depends on if you're on the East Coast or the West
0: Coast. Ah, got it. I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe. Actually, I'm
1: going to show you three. So Carvana. If you're from Boston, it's Carvana. (laughs) (laughs) Carvana, all right? So went all the way down here to the low, and look what's happening. Now, the thing you want to look for with a short squeeze is volume. You want to see volume peaking much much higher than what normally is this blue line right here is the average volume okay and you want it to be taking out previous highs so if you think about this people that have been short all the way since up here at some point
0: printing money they got to get out they got to get out. they'll start
1: losing money right they'll start losing money as this goes up and unlike being long a stock, you can be long all the way down to zero, but your your losses are defined. Correct. Right? If you are short a stock, your losses are unlimited. Correct. It could go up forever. Right? And if you're short, yeah. you'll just continue to lose money all the way up. Think,
0: think about the meme stocks. There was a There was a hedge fund that was taken out by retail.
1: Exactly. That's right. Because they were short. Now, were short, look at this okay. one. Look at this one
0: beyond me oh it's beyond me okay i didn't know what that was ooh
1: look at that so this is well, a that's really almost good a example.
0: double it's almost yeah. a double
1: yes this is a really good example because now you can see here on the chart it's just been bouncing along sideways all the way since all the way back in september all right so all these people are short even people from from way back here are short but more importantly the ones right in through here <laughs> Then when it went up and went back down, they shorted again. They shorted again. They shorted again. There's a whole bunch of people that are short right in yeah. through here that are now losing money.
0: Oh yeah, you can see that big spy the big candle that raced over twenty. Yeah, that that is that's somebody that, getting out
1: as of today.
0: Yeah, that's today. That, yeah,
1: and that I think has only just begun. I think yeah, one- that's.
0: That's your 4,100 call, right? That's why you think there's a whole bunch of people that are going to be squeezed out, right?
1: Yeah, that's basically what's going to happen. All the shorts for the whole market. I mean, the S- people are short the S&P and short the NASDAQ.
0: Oh, got it, got it, okay.
1: Right, so they're going to have to cover those shorts. Mm. But Beyond Meat is a really good example. But the interesting interesting thing to me is there are a lot of these right now. Let's look at Upstart.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people that have been yeah.
1: Look at that, look at the volume down here. That's not as pronounced as Beyond Me, but you know, if this one goes over 20, yeah, that level right there, that could be short covering. Mm. Um, Nicola, which I, I don't know if I would touch Nicola with a 10 foot pole mm. based on what they did before, but that one's that one's getting there too. Sure, yeah. Starting starting to getting to that point. So there's a whole bunch of them in here. And there's there's some of these that are like Workhorse is an EV company. Mm-hmm. And because of what happened with Tesla, a lot of these EV companies are starting to take off now too.
0: Yeah, I mean, look at that move. We went from $1.50 to 2 dollars two twenty five, which is a 50% move.
1: That's right. Exactly. In a very short amount of time. Um,
0: look at pets. 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 Why not?
1: Look at that! Wow. That went from eighteen to twenty-one.
0: Yeah, that's a twenty percent move.
1: Volume. You want to look at the volume because, okay. you know, when when the market starts going down, you get panic selling. Yep. Exactly. Right, and that's what pushes it down. That's why that's why markets go down faster than they go up.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: very rarely ever get panic buying, hmm. unless it's a short squeeze.
0: Unless it's a sh- that's exactly what a short squeeze is is panic buying. Yep.
1: Right. Which you rarely will ever get it any other way. Here's, um, Virgin, Virgin Space, okay, Virgin Galactic. Oh, wow. Look at that. This was down here at uh, three bucks. Yeah, that's that's month, almost a hundred percent move. That's almost a double right there in a month. Yeah. All right. And the and the volume is just beginning to ramp up. So it's just really interesting on this short squeeze list.
0: I it think what's good. even more interesting is you've you've helped us understand for the last couple of weeks. You've been talking about 4,100. You've been talking about all this shit. Look at Lucid. It. Look at oh that. Oh, my goodness.
1: That's on the back six of 18. Yeah. Wow. It, well, it made it to almost eight. It went, it went to 18.
0: Yeah, that's what I meant. Six to 18. Yeah. That's a yeah, 200.
1: Six to 18
0: in a month. Well, shoot. It went from nine to 18 in a day.
1: Right. Yes. It doubled in a day. In a day. And look at the volume. This is a this is a perfect example example of a short squeeze.
0: Yeah, somebody got look at that
1: volume. I mean, you can see where the volume has been all the way back to the beginning of the year. Right.
0: Somebody got somebody got hurt today.
1: Six or seven times the volume. Yeah, somebody Maybe got hurt.
0: Won't.
1: And this one might not be over. Mm-hmm. This this one could gap up on Monday and keep on going.
0: Now, if I'm reading that candle right, that's telling me it opened. It did it open at nine or thirteen? Tell me. How do I read that candle?
1: Um, uh, let me show you a ten day. Here's here's today right here. So it opened down. It opened around nine. It actually opened I'm at eight ninety nine. Eight ninety nine. It opened.
0: Opened at nine. It starts. So something happened. Somebody started to close their position. There was no liquidity in the market. And they got run up to 18 in a day.
1: Um, well, here's what happened. Tesla reported.
0: That was that was Wednesday. That's all right. Okay.
1: Tesla reported Wednesday. Tesla started going up. Yeah. Tesla didn't stop, by the way.
0: No, oh, Tesla ran, but I'm just trying to figure out there's a two hour window from noon to two where somebody got hurt.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, right in through here. Yeah. That's
0: that's what I'm saying.
1: That's Somebody that is a short squeeze. Exactly. That is a classic short squeeze. Yeah. That's that's people buying because of Tesla, probably right back in here. People buying because of Tesla. But all of this right here are all the people that were short that are that are panic buying.
0: Well, that was not only probably panic buying from people, but that was probably algorithms.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Wow,
0: that's a that's a perfect example. Take a screenshot of that. You can see a two-hour window where somebody got spanked.
1: Right. Yeah, that's a that's a perfect example of a short squeeze. This this is a one hour. There's a one hour Ooh. chart.
0: Wow, somebody close. That, that's that's not it good. went
1: it went from uh, basically ten to eighteen within one hour. Yeah. Ouch. So the reason I point this out, uh, other than helping folks understand what a short squeeze really is and how to recognize one. I mean, a short squeeze is the volume. That's what you want to see. Yes. You know, I've had people say, Oh, the stock is running up and you know, could be a short squeeze. I said, well, what's the volume? Oh, no, it's a little bit higher. Uh, it needs to be a lot higher.
0: Yeah. Noticeably higher chart higher. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very. Um, true.
1: You know, this here, this is workhorse. There, there's a little bit of volume, but I mean, there's other, yeah. There's been and other there's times other it has spikes. been even higher than that. Yeah. If it was volume like this, right, that might be a short squeeze. Okay. But the 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 reason I point this out is because this is the short squeeze chart list right here. Mm-hmm. There are thirty five names on this list. Nice. Oh, uh, here's a, here's another one. W. Look I at this. I know what that is.
0: That's Wayfair. Oh, Wayfair. Okay. Oh, wow. There's
1: there's an example of volume, the volume, the kind of volume you will see in a short squeeze. Absolutely. Right? So all the people back here that were short all the way back here to September, they're all getting hurt. And this one may not be done yet. Hmm. But the reason I bring it up is because there are so many of them yeah. right now on this list. So many like that on this list. Normally, Usually you'll see a short squeeze on one or two names, right? Every six months, maybe. Okay. It's very rare that it happens. Now, all of a sudden, it's it's like all those meme traders. No, no, on. exactly. Yep. You're talking about risk on. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a perfect example of people thinking risk is back on again. I agree, and it yeah. may very well be. If uh, if you look at the market, it's been up seventeen percent. If it does what I think it's going to do, we should be at forty seven hundred pretty quickly yeah
0: well you know what mr bird i look forward to you doing your solo videos over the next several weeks um i appreciate you thank you for stepping up and i do think this will be your lead-in to you having your own youtube channel which i think the audience would appreciate yeah thank i mean so much.
1: If, if i could do that then I'd, I'd be able to do it during the week when things happen yeah. so that would be good and probably what i'll do is just i'll go over some of these charts and do an update on where we are where the market is what happened.
0: I think the audience would love that.
1: Great. And Thank watch so uh Monday and Tuesday. See if we keep going up. We're at 6% right now. The January barometer is a very good indicator. By the way, uh, when I said that uh 15%, 4700, this is yep. this is why right here the the next February to December if we're in this upper quadrant, on average the market goes up 15%. Okay. For
0: the
1: for the 11 months after January. Got it. So if we end around 4,100, 15% puts us at 4,700.
0: Makes perfect sense. I like it. Thanks, bud.
1: All right. Have a good trip.